What up, what up? You know what it is? It's December 31st. It's New Year's Eve. And tomorrow begins the year 2022. You want to hear something crazy? And I did this. I can't remember when I did this. Maybe it was like 2002 or something like that when I was in college. And I used to always open my notebook and date the top of the notebook before I took notes. And I remember one day for the hell of it, I wrote the date out and then I wrote something like 2021 or 2024. And I was like, damn, that's crazy to think about living into the 2020s. But here we are. We made it through 2020, 2021, and we're about to hit up 2022. This is the future, you guys. We're living it. (laughs) We are living in the future. And so I wanted to take today, December 31st, to do my, uh, you know, Jason Villanueva's Real Deal Villa podcast year in review. And I just want to share some of the things that I think were wins for the year. Sadly, I haven't done enough thought. I haven't put enough thought into like lessons learned for the year, but I think that you guys have gotten, you know, roughly 40 days of lessons I've learned <laughs> even over the past, you know, month, month and a half, whatever, since I started 75 hard. You guys heard a lot of that. And I think for me, that's a lot of really what matters and what is helping me move into 2022 with new mindsets and and new thought processes. And so I want to share some wins, some things that I think are noteworthy for my year and just want to share these things with you. So buckle your seatbelts or you don't have to if you don't want. <laughs> Maybe you're driving and you should buckle your safety belt. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. Listen however you want to listen. This is going to be a lot of me, I, me. I did this. I did that. I got to. I did. I thought. I did. That kind of stuff. So I'm sharing wins. It's my year in review. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. So 2022 kind of started out with a with a bang, I would say. But let me back up. Before I talk about starting off with a bang, I started off in January of 2021. I remember being really discontent in my work scenario and really wanting to get out of that and trying to figure out how the heck am I going to get out of being from behind this desk every single day for eight hours at a time. And I was really, really struggling with that. And that's just what I remember. January, February, March, just super discontent, really, really discontent. Um, Not a happy person by any means, spending most of my days alone in my office doing work for my job that I was employed by at the time, you know, 40 hours a week sitting at the computer. And that was a rough spot for me. It's definitely not what I wanted to continue doing. And so about that time, I really began praying and thinking about how I might create a different scenario. And I had thoughts like, I'm just going to have to build the life I want to live. I'm just going to have to work towards the life that I want to live. 
Um, and just this was some of my thought process, but I can tell you it was a very stressful time and I was doing a lot of praying. I was doing a lot of meditating. I was getting with the father and, and really crying out and saying, Hey man, I really, I need some things to change. Like, you know, and everybody talks about like, you know, God's not this genie in the sky and, and all this kind of stuff. But you know, that word prayer actually does mean to make a request and scripture talks about making your requests known to God and, um, through prayer and supplication. And, uh, there's more to that. And there's obviously more to be taught about that. And there's more theology and, and, and my thought process behind prayer. I think a lot of it has to do with listening too, but I was really in a place to where I just was crying out like, man, I, I need something different. And, um, a lot of discontentment, uh, driving me in those first couple months. Well, come March, um, this is where I, I think things really started to change and, and look differently, uh, was I went to South Africa and that's part of my year in review is that I got to do a lot of travel. And so super pumped about traveling. I've always been the kind of guy, like I, I love to travel. I've been blessed to have jobs in the past that allowed me to travel. And a lot of times I would end up traveling by myself. My last job, I'd, I'd traveled by myself a couple times, but also traveled with our team. And that was pretty cool. But anytime I get to travel with family and friends, it's like a bazillion times better and uh, more enjoyable. And so I took my first international trip. We went to uh, South Africa. We went to Joburg, Johannesburg, and then we ended up in Mossel Bay. And that was a, an, an it, that was a journey in and of itself. And I can talk about some of the freaking craziness that we endured trying to get to, um, to Johannesburg, getting caught up at airports and all kinds of crazy stuff, needing COVID re COVID retesting and all kinds of craziness that I don't really want to talk about right now, but we got to take that trip. It was a ministry trip. I got to meet a lot of people, um, that my wife, Kim and, uh, my sister-in-law, Christine, They've built a lot of relationship with people in South Africa over the past three, four, five years, however long it's been. And so I didn't walk into that without knowing anybody. We we went to places where we knew people and I got to connect and try new food and see new places and experience international travel and a new culture, new language, like all kinds of stuff. It was amazing. Absolutely freaking loved it. It was gorgeous in Mossel Bay. It's a uh, beach, beachy <laughs> there. Um beautiful. I mean, dolphins swimming in the water, seals, like just amazing. Had a, had a great time there was struggling with some stuff, but still had a great time. And, um, you know, we get back and, and that was a trip to remember and we definitely want to be going back, but alas, Omicron, the Omicron variants here for you. And so we can't, we can't travel right now, but I want to go back. Sorry about that little COVID interlude. I don't know where everybody falls on that. I know where they fall in my circle. So another part of the travel I got to do, so I went to South Africa. I did two trips to Colorado. I did a June trip to Colorado. We went to, um, what's it called? Crestone, Crestone, Colorado. It's the Southern point of the Sangre de Cristo mountain range. It's about 45 minutes from the great dunes national park there. Um, and so, Beautiful place, small town. Gosh, the mountains were gorgeous. And I 
I've, I continue to experience some of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my entire life by just going to the mountains in Colorado. Like Mossel Bay was gorgeous. There was mountains up there. I didn't get to go to mountains out there in, in it's actually George. Um, but didn't get to hit the mountains, but we took some drives and man, it was, it was beautiful. So Colorado June trip, what was something that I want to talk about that stood out for that trip for me was that I trained my ass off to go to summit this mountain challenger point. It was a 14 year that Casey and I were attempting, but it was too early, too early in the season to summit because the trails were covered by snow and people say, don't be a dumbass. Do not be a dumbass and try and summit that crap. If you don't know what you're doing, if you've not been up there, if you don't have the right gear, if you don't, if you don't plan or prepare to hike through snowy tra- trails, don't try and be a freaking badass and mess around and, and, and find out that same point, challenger point, that same trail, uh, the year before somebody died trying to summit through snowy trails. And so we were like, okay, we're not going to do that. But we didn't realize it was so early in the, early in the season. And as we were hiking up the trail, people were coming down and we were asking them, did you summit? They're like, no, it's too early in the season. So we didn't know what we were getting into, but we still had a badass hike. I felt like a badass. Um, I got tired a couple times, but I pushed through and I actually felt pretty, pretty great coming off the mountain. It was still difficult. Um, it's always difficult, but I had a great hike, had a great time with Casey and we got to see some beautiful places. And then I hiked Mount Beerstadt and you guys heard about that. If you listened to the episode with me and Chris, and we talked about, um, hiking Mount Beerstadt. So that was my first 14 er So in 2021, I attempted a 14 er couldn't go through because of the, the snowy trails. And then later on in August summited my first 14 er and I was a couple weeks into the 75 hard program at that point in time, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I went to Florida twice this year. We went to uh, Miramar beach or uh, it's close to Destin. Me and my wife got away for her birthday weekend. It was my first time to Florida. And so I had a lot of firsts, you guys, my first time summoning a 14 er first time international travel, first time to Florida And we went a second time in November. We went to Florida again and spent a day in Pensacola and then drove down to uh, Texas, Houston, my hometown. And I spent time with my family in Thanksgiving. And that was the first time we hadn't done that for like three, four, five years. It's been a while. So that was really exciting. And so lots of travel in my world this year. And I just hope that that continues. I've got plans for more travel to Colorado. Um and hopefully back overseas as much as we possibly can and wherever ministry and business and life will take me, man, I'm excited to travel. And, uh, you know, I really, I really had the mentality this year of like, just do it. Like, let's just go. Like, I love that. And, and for a lot of people, it's not that easy. It's not that simple to just get up and go like, yeah, it takes money. It takes planning. It takes time off of work. It takes all kinds of things. Um, but if it's in your heart, if it's something you want to do, man, put some thought into it, right? Meditate on it, strategize, come up with the plan. How do we save? How do we cut spending? We, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? How much is it going to cost? Go look at the plane costs. Go look at the Airbnb costs. Look at the gas costs. Like figure out how, how long it would take you to drive out there. To be a weekend warrior, you know, like 
take off a Friday, drive, experience somewhere on Saturday, get up Sunday, drive, and then back to the grind on Monday. But it's better than sitting around on a weekend. And it might, I don't know. I don't know what my tone is coming off. I'm trying to encourage you guys. Get up and go, man. We were like, with Colorado, we we just made it happen. Like, let's just plan it. Let's just get it on the freaking books. And we're going to make it happen. And yeah, we're going to be tired. Yeah, it's going to be exhausting. But it's going to be worth it. And so we did weekend warrior trips. Took a Friday off, right? Schedule it around when you have a Friday off with your job. If your job gives you any kind of Friday off throughout the year for some sort of, you know, um, holiday man, make it happen. Like if, if it's in your heart and I'm not telling everybody that they have to do that, but I just want to encourage you I want to give you that little nudge. If you've been thinking about it, like plan it, get on the books. Hey, I want to plan a trip. Let's go. And then find people who are like-minded. Like I had to send out all kinds of text messages to people. Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. That beer, uh, that challenger trip, we had three or four people that were going to go. And guess what? It ended up just me and Casey, like everybody backed out, everybody backed out. And, um, and so we, we still went just me and him, man. And so, yeah, anyways, I encourage you guys to travel. I want to talk a little bit about business. And I think the main thing that I have to celebrate for 2021 was, um, going fully self-employed. And so we, I have a company, me, Chris Serna, Darren Eubanks, we're all partners in an LLC called Tove Media, and we want to focus on online content production, consulting, and education. And so part of our business did video production, which we're reconsidering for 2022. We also do podcast production. We did live streaming production, and I've done quite a bit of consulting. I've worked with churches to help them set up live stream scenarios. I've helped with individuals to put studios in their home, like just all kinds of different things. And, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I put my two weeks in my, my job. Um, that was my full-time gig. So just something you should know about 2021. My wife left her job of 15 years at the end of January in 2021. And then I fully stepped out of my job, full-time job, um, and it was just towards the end of November. And so as of December, we're a fully self-employed family. She has a business um, doing capital development. And I have a business doing media production and, and consulting and education. I also have a side business. And I want to talk a little bit about that too here as I talk about business. But designing and selling podcast tables. Um, they're modular podcast desks. And the whole idea behind that is um, designing podcast tables with creators in mind and helping people create a studio or a space where they can create content. Um, and I want them to love that space, just like I've done for myself in creating spaces in the past to do content. I want to I love the space I'm in. And so part of that was designing a custom desk that functioned the way that I wanted to function. And so as I'm just going ahead and talking about that, like really excited that we designed and sold some tables this year. I don't actually know the number. I need to think about it. But, you know, I know we sold at least five tables. We sold two tables 
to a production studio in California. Um, we sold a table to a professor at Harvard, and we told, sold a table um, to a gentleman in North Carolina, and then we sold a table to a guy starting a podcast who's in Atlanta, and um, I think that's it. I think that was all of our orders. So five tables, four tables, but really excited about being able to help people do that. And that was a big deal, designing and selling these tables. It was on, it was on my list. It was, I want to sell one table, and then we ended up selling more than that. And so just kind of a crazy, crazy scenario to be able to do something from scratch. And that's part of who I am and what I do. I get an idea, right? Well, first it starts with solving a problem. There's an issue here. I don't like this podcast table I'm at. And so then I built one and I'm like, I don't like this table. And then we had a conference table that I adjusted. I'm like, I don't like this table. And so I continually ran into scenarios where I wasn't happy with what I had. I was not content with the scenario. And so then I brainstormed and came up with solutions and then implemented those solutions. And so that's where those tables were born, facing problems, getting innovative, getting creative and saying, how do we do this? And there were iterations, you guys, there were iterations of podcast tables before we landed on the one that we have now. And sometimes it takes implementing new ideas and then tweaking and then tweaking and then tweaking and then finally coming up with the solution that you can live with. And so just because you try something and it doesn't exactly work out the way that you think it should or the way that you want it to, you learn and you make adjustments and then you continue to move on. And so that was a big deal. And so I'm really excited about the product I have now that will be part of where I focus my energies in 2022. It won't be the only thing that I focus on, but it'll be one of the things that I focus on, scaling that business and bringing a product to market that's going to be a more economical solution so that I can provide that table to more people who can um, who can afford it because quite frankly, the custom build stuff is pretty expensive and it reaches a certain kind of clientele and I want to expand that. So business, fully self-employed, Tove Media, Livestream Wichita, Podcast Solutions. We had our first full year of business as Tove Media. We tackled a fairly large project where we had to travel, spend the night. We spent two days on set, doing production, being out in the field with the company, doing production and working together to create and to produce what I would consider commercial videos. Like it, these are videos that are helping this company advertise and put themselves out there and educate people on the services that they offer. And it was a big project and uh, it took a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of man hours, a lot of time in front of the computer. But we really got to um, see what we were capable of but then also reassess and say, what do we want to do? And what do, what do we want to focus on in 2022? So it was a blessing to be able to do that, produce all those videos, help this company really, we, they started their YouTube channel and started embedding videos on their website where they had no videos about themselves before. And that's kind of a big deal, helping this company move forward in their marketing efforts. And um, that was awesome for us as Tove. And so we get to meet, me, Chris, and Darren. We're going to meet first weekend of January, and we're going to look at 2022. We're going to brainstorm. We're going to have some some open, honest 
conversations about what we're doing, where, where we're going, what's going to be happening with this business. Cause it's an interesting dynamic. I'm now in a space where I'm having to build business to make a living. And Christopher, he's, he's got his business. He's a wedding photographer. And so he's fully self-employed has been for years and that's how he's making his living. Darren works full time and even more than full time. That guy busts his tail providing for his family. And so we have to really look at the situation and say, hey, what's possible for 2022 based on where we're all at, um, at in different points of life, really. And so excited about all of the business that took place in 2022. And that just even kind of ties into finances, all of the the way we were able to pay down some debts, the way we were able to invest in some cryptocurrencies and and see some really amazing returns in that. Um, the way that we're utilizing real estate for income and just everything that we have going on with our family and our plan to continue to help each other out and, and grow our finances and best use our resources and get out of debt and depend and rely on one another and not exist in this individualistic scenario where most people exist. And I'll talk about that at some point in time. It's a really interesting concept, what we have going on. But then lastly, you guys have heard all about my health journey over the past couple of months um, as I've recorded this podcast. And so at my heaviest, I got back up to 218. At my lightest, I got down to 201.6. So, you know, call it 16 pounds lost um, through the 75 hard program and uh, or challenge and then um, phase one. And then so I did the math the other day, 117 days a focus on on health <clears throat> from August to December really took a turn. That was an important time for me to take my health seriously. And I'm meeting with Coach D today again to really kind of nail down my plan for, for 2022. So I'm hoping that we can get that nailed down, and I'll talk about that on January 1st. And just to throw it out there, I did an interview the other day, and I'm doing an interview today. So I've got two new episodes coming up, one with my friend Michelle, who has been on – a journey, a weight loss journey and a health journey by utilizing uh, the ketogenic diet. And she's done really, really well. And that's worked for her. And it's worked for her over time for years. She's been able to sustain the weight loss to lose weight and then sustain that. And so I get to talk to her about her journey and I'll share that with you guys. So that'll be coming up. And then also my friend Tyson, I want to throw this out there. We're going to be doing an episode on uh, water, like how to, or what kind of water you should drink, how much water you should drink. And he's got some really interesting concepts that um, I want I want him to talk about. There's a couple things he said about water. It should be restructured. It should be mineralized. And um, it should be, it should have an electric charge, which to me that I've never heard of that. So that'll be an interesting conversation. That's coming up. And so I just wanted to give you little guys a little bit of a, of a preview on that. But the thing that I wanted to celebrate for my health this year was that part of going on those trips to Colorado, I focused a lot on training leading up to those trips. And I did that twice and I felt like that training paid off, but I didn't sustain it. I went back to shit way of eating and using food as pleasure and overindulging in keto treats and that kind of stuff. And, uh, 
yeah, I let myself go again, but then kind of got back on the saddle. And right now the idea is creating balance and sustainability in my daily health journey. Also rekindled my love for biking, spent 250 bucks on Facebook marketplace. I got a six K U is the brand fixie bike that weighs like 24 pounds. And that's what got me to researching. Cause I was going to buy a bike from Academy. It's like a $320 bike, but that thing weighed like 37 pounds. And I was just like, this is just too heavy. I just, I don't want a heavy bike. And so as I started looking around, looked on Facebook marketplace, got a sick deal on a bike that was the perfect size for me. And if you didn't know this, when it comes to purchasing bikes, there are different sizes and there's a way, there's a formula to, um, determine what size bike you should be riding based on your height. Um, but also sometimes based on the length of your inseam on your leg. And, uh, that also determines how high you position your seat as well. And so I learned a lot about that and, um, bought the bike and it was a game changer for me during the program, allowing me to do stationary bike rides, but also go out and ride around the city. And you guys have heard me talk about bike riding and I've rekindled my love there. I've got goals in 2022 to do some longer rides. I want to do 50 miles. And if I can, um, get up to a hundred mile ride and, uh, man, it'll be interesting. So rekindle my love for biking, actually rehab my calf. You guys might've heard me talk about injury and my calf muscle for past couple of weeks, couple of days. I did a lot of jump roping. I did a lot of skipping, um, lunges, kettlebell swings, really working on legs and, uh, ankle calf strength, foot strength with wearing these functional shoes, hoping that the muscles in my feet get stronger to help with correcting my stride for running. And I can tell you right now, I've done two 10 minute runs on the track at the YMCA the past two days. And my stride has been great. I feel quick. I feel light on my toes. My cardio feels in order and I haven't had any calf issues. And so I'm keeping it to shorter runs right now, just kind of testing it out and, uh, doing a little bit of a quicker pace. Like as I'm running and I'm feeling myself landing mid foot and not stomping heel and rolling to toe or landing on toes and then rolling back to heel, I've got a good strike and I can feel myself with my, like using my hips to drive me as I run, but it's almost like I'm, I'm gliding. It's a different feeling. And, um, I'll have to run that stride by, um, ha, no pun intended, run my stride by coach D so he can look and see if, uh, I've actually made a, a good correction, but I haven't gotten injured and I haven't pulled my calf muscle. So that's been uh, really great for me as well. So one last thing, um, I've adopted new mindsets and new strategies. I've learned a lot throughout the year. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is that even with progress, with progress comes reassessment and with reassessment comes progress. Like there's a point to where you assess you look at your life and you look around and you say, I'm not happy with this. I'm not okay with this. This is not what I signed up for. This is not what I wanted. 
And, you know, and I had that struggle with my, with my job, with my career at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm not okay with this, right? I just not feeling good about my current scenario and think having to come to terms with reality. Well, this is what it's like. And, um, I don't know. You just, it's a struggle. It was a struggle to look at the scenario and not be happy and then kind of rack my brain and essentially stress out for a little while. How are things going to be different? But then to make little changes here and there, it's called reverse engineering. You look at where you want to go and then you think about what needs to happen to get you there. And honestly, one of the things that I forgot to tell about that story, and I'm glad that I've, I was just reminded right now, kind of in my spirit was there was a moment where the Lord kind of told me, wait. And then June came around and I was saying, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And he finally gave me the green light, like go ahead and put your two weeks in. And I put my two weeks in and it turned into, you know, four or five more months of being in that position, but it started the process of me getting out. And I was glad that I got that direction. And that's how I was directed. I, I didn't make that decision on my own. Um, I was afraid to make that decision on my own. I didn't want to do something that I didn't feel like was within the will of God. And there's a lot to talk about with that. But, you know, I had to, I had to submit that decision, life-changing decision to him and say, what do you want me to do? Um, and there are people who function and they, they submit every decision and, that's another conversation, but assess, I had to assess and then I strategized and I implemented strategy and then I reassessed. And when I say that strategy, I mean plan, like I made a plan. So like my health journey, I had that moment. I'm looking around, I'm looking at myself, I'm thinking about how I feel. And I'm like, I don't like this. Something has to change. And so then the plan was to do 75 hard because that was the easiest plan for me to get a hold of right then and there because I had been watching my nephew do it and he had told me about it and I'd listened to the podcast and I was like, I don't know what else to do. So that's what I did. And then I was like, I've got, I, I've got to reassess. Okay. What am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me just continue with the program phase one. And so I did phase one. And now I know that I'm not continuing with that program, but I'm having to reassess and re-strategize and come up with a new plan and keep pushing forward. And so with the progress comes reassessment and with that reassessment will come new progress, which will bring new challenges, which will be cause for more reassessment and more plan and more strategy, more implementation, which will bring more progress. And you guys get the picture. And so I just want to encourage you. Number one, if you haven't done your own year in review, and I'm not saying you have to podcast it, I'm not saying you have to tell anybody about it, but why don't you, write down all the things that you felt like were a big deal for you this year. Even if they might seem like a small deal. Oh, I got to go to Texas, spend time with my family for Thanksgiving. That's a big deal. It doesn't seem like it, but if you value, like for me, I value family time. I do. I really value that being able to get out there. And I was just like, let's do it. Let's go. Let's make it happen. And, and so I'm able to look back and say, yeah, that was something that was exciting for me. So assess, look at your year what was good and then face the hard facts of where you're at in the scenario where you're 
discontent. You're not happy with it. It's not okay. Something needs to change and begin to reverse engineer how you might make some progress. And I'm open, you guys. I'm not saying I'm some sort of amazing coach or guru, but I'm open to having conversations with people to help you assess and then strategize and plan. And I may not be the person to tell you exactly what you need to do in every scenario, but I feel like I know enough people in this world who are who have experience in life, in spirituality, faith, in um, making changes in family, creating a healthy lifestyle, that I could point you in the right direction as well. And I personally know people in my life who love to spend time having conversations with other people about where they're at and really empathizing with that, but then saying, hey, here's, here's what I suggest, here's my advice. And, you know, we can't do this alone. We all need some sort of guide. We all need someone who's been where we're trying to go to help us take that next step. If you are trying to climb a mountain in 2022 and you've never gone, I might be a guy to say, hey, here's my experience. Christopher would be, could say, here's my experience. Andrew, my other nephew, can say, here's my experience. Casey, my mountaineering buddy, can say, hey, here's my experience. And we can all have conversation and dialogue back and forth that can help us get to that next place. And so that's it. I'm I'm pumped. And listen, I just want to put this out there. Like even before jumping on this podcast, I wasn't in the greatest mood. I kind of had a crap day yesterday, kind of having a poopy morning. <laughs> and I'm not talking about my coffee running through me so quickly. I just mean in my mind, my mentality, I've got some thoughts I'm struggling with, some things I'm dealing with, some things that I have to face head on, some some hard facts that I really don't want to have to to face that I have to think about. And so where I'm able to share this year in review that looks amazing, man, I had I had some hard times. I just need you guys to know that. Like this this podcast, me sharing this is not all about, hey, look at how awesome I am and all the things that I got to do and everything that I accomplished. It hasn't been without its challenges and even current challenges right now that if I were to focus on certain things, it it would shift the trajectory of my day and my mentality and my my attitude. And so I just want you to know I'm I'm human like the the next person. Like I've got my struggles. I've got the things that that um, cause me problems. And I've got some hard facts to face myself. And so the thing is you don't have to do it alone. And again that was kind of my my appeal to to say hey if you if you ever need anything let me know. You can email me jvgrafiks at gmail.com or follow me and shoot me a dm over on instagram at the real deal villa v-i-l-l-a and let's connect happy new year everybody enjoy the rest of your 2021 and we'll see you next year